This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. I don't know where Ryan went. Oh, there he is. I was, I was sure if he was going to come back. Scott Hammer, Jerry Keezer, and Ron Miller showing up at the last second there. Are you making a pit stop, Ron? Oh, wait, I have him muted. Sorry. Oh, is that better? Yeah, what was it? What, what'd you say? Where were you? You disappeared. Um, trying to help Mrs. Miller uh, find tonight's video for right. tonight's show. Fair enough. All right. Uh, there you go. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Jerry Keezer with you for the Thursday. I don't know why I wanted to say July, but it's September 17th. I wish it was still July. We're ha- we're more than halfway through September, Scott. That it just it doesn't seem possible. Show number one hundred and forty-eight uh, coming at you live on Facebook, also uh, live on Twitter. And uh, my laptop is uh, yelling at me that Windows Update needs my help. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. I hate it when that happens. Kind of busy right now. Windows Update. Uh, make sure to uh, vote for us, or I'm sorry, nominate us for the Toledo City Paper Best of Toledo for their annual Best of deal for Best Podcast. Uh, We missed out last year, but we were on the year before, so we want to get back on there. If you haven't done so yet, uh, head on over to our our website, our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash report, and you got a pinned post on there. Click on that. It'll take you right to the the nomination page. You just got to scroll down and find the podcast thing and type in Hammer Down Racing Report pretty easy ron can handle it so oh, I, I so easy I, even I, a caveman can do it I, I, i've done it three years in a row now scott all right so we appreciate everybody's uh, help there also make sure to follow us on twitter at hammer report also on youtube and uh, you can listen to us on demand as well on your favorite podcasting platform iHeartRadio is our choice but uh, you can listen to us on itunes google whatever we still get credit wherever you listen to us but uh Wherever you steal your favorite podcast. You don't steal it. It's free. <laughs> it's free, but we have sponsors that help us out, and we appreciate you uh, helping or uh, supporting our sponsors because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, this whole deal takes uh, costs a little bit of money since uh, we no longer have access to I'm working on it, Ron. We'll get there. I see what you're doing. I, I was just pretending that I was the scroll, Scott. There, there, you go. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll be back in the studio sometime next year, the real studio. Right now we're coming at you from our Hammerdown Racing Report home studios, at least for now. Does that mean i got to move north? Uh, well, possibly, yeah. If we get back in the studio, you may have uh, another – you may just have to spend the night or a couple nights uh, in this area. Well, I guess racing season's about over, so I don't, I don't know. We'll figure that out. We, we, we've got a lot of room here. It's no big deal. Uh, coming up on the show tonight, we're going to be talking to uh, modified and stock car racer Jordan Conover. I'm not sure how he identifies himself, if he identifies himself as a stock car guy or a modified guy or, or a Just a racer. Guy. I, Just I think he'll jump in anything. I think he, he still has the itch every now and then to jump into a, a go-kart, too. So, I mean, anything he can get his hands on, I think he'll get into. Much like that uh, young money guy I keep hearing about. All right then, I, that's a that's a pretty good comparison there. Uh, Jordan off of uh, fresh off his win at at uh, Oakshade this past weekend, picking up the bomber A main win that I didn't I didn't get to see unfortunately. It was you, fun to watch. Were, it was exciting. You were 
busy doing other things. I was getting ready. Getting ready for things. So uh, speaking of our sponsors, we'll go through those real quick and, and get to uh, results from last week, and we'll throw things over to Jerry here in a minute. Uh, but first, Ron Miller Race Cars, have to thank them for always supporting this podcast. So support him, 734-856-7223, uh, for race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. I didn't have my car there this week to uh, occupy you, so did you have other stuff to keep you busy this week, Ron? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that seems never-ending. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it, it is. I'm kind of looking forward to the slowdown season and, you know, a couple of weeks off, then we'll start building stuff new for next year. New bodies, new chassis, whatever stumbles in the door. So we're ready. Yeah. To get ready for that car show that's not going to happen. Uh, I keep hearing that there might be one down in Finley. I understand they're really? they're trying to put that back together. Is there a mall and in Finley? The mall got bought by a new entity called the Finley Mall Corporation or something like that. Don't know who's running it. Don't know who's, know who's members of it. But the mall has sold, and hopefully that means good things for the Finley Mall. I didn't know Finley even had a mall. <laughs> Where's the mall well, at yeah. in Finley? In oh, Finley. On the east side of town, right by Best Buy and all that. Ah, hell, I don't know where that's at. <laughs> Not real far from Frickers, right? No, Frickers is on the other side of town. Oh, okay. So it is real far. Anyways, uh, continuing on with our sponsors, uh, I have to uh, sh- give a shout-out to Millstream Speedway. Uh, apparently last week I-, I got a text after the show uh, from Scott. He said, uh, hey, I appreciate all the uh, mentions, but uh, where was I in the scroll? I was like, ah, oh, son of a gun. I forgot to put it oh. in the scroll. So. <laughs> so he's first up in the scroll here tonight. So Millstream Speedway, I-, I got a message from him. Was it earlier today or yesterday? Yeah, uh, st- I think it was t- this morning. This morning, yeah. Still no update on uh, the official status at Millstream for this year. Still working on uh, things, getting making improvements, getting some uh, improvements to the uh, the racing surface and everything. And uh, he's going to continue working on it. And hopefully, uh, as soon as the health department uh, will let him race, we'll be racing there. All we can do is cross our fingers, keep hoping. I mean, it, it, it's nice to have some hope still. After everything that's happened in the last few years, so I'm looking forward to seeing it uh, come back to life under Scott's command. So make sure to follow them on Twitter or Facebook or uh, check out their website, millstreamspeedway.net, to uh, keep up to date. Be the first to know when uh, when something's going to happen there. So. Maybe, maybe January 2nd we could have a hangover part two. See, that's, <laughs> that's why I didn't know where the ball was. Uh, Thomas Cole says it's on the opposite side. Oh, wait, opposite side of 224 from Millstream. See, if it's not close to Millstream, I don't. I, <laughs> There's the pizza place down there too that I go. Is it? What's the name of the the pizza? It's got the thin crust. Maybe it's Big D's Pizza. Okay, it's not Big D's Pizza, but Big D's Pizza in Clyde is uh, the place you want to go. Mention the Hammer Down Racing Report. Save ten percent off any order. Uh, give them a call four one nine five four seven one four four four. Kester Mowing, they're hiring. I got a message from uh, from Steve this morning. He's like, uh, he needs somebody quick. He's looking for somebody immediately to uh, help him out. So uh, give Steve a call today if uh, you're looking for work or if you're looking for uh, some landscaping, mowing, seeding, fertilizing, uh, tree trimming. He came and trimmed my trees while I was down in West Virginia earlier this week. I came home, my house looked totally different. My whole yard was very nice. All cleanups, very, very cool. Yeah. Once they get them done, you know, get ready for the winter, it looks looks nice. So uh, give Steve a call, 41. Yeah, I got to make sure I'm reading the right phone number here 419 466 3801. 
Uh, tell them the Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. Uh, Freeze Frame Photos back on board for all your racetrack photos, whether Nothing on the yet. track, Victory yeah. Lane. I've got the video. So, I don't have any sound. Here, we're going to mute you guys for a little bit there. Um, over 20 years racing memories at Oakshade Raceway, Toledo Speedway, and other local tracks. Photo shoots uh, by appointment. Give uh, the fine folks, Charlie, and the rest of the family over there. Call 419-476-9978. Charlie just celebrating birthday. Uh, this past weekend, so that was pretty cool. And Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meets a race every Saturday night. And uh, Bomber Spectacular coming up this weekend. And uh, we got some news on that. Uh, possibly 1500 and a lift going to the uh, winner for that. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on tonight. Jerry, why don't you uh, tell us uh, about all the racing action this past weekend while I was out of town after Saturday. Well, all right. We can, we can include Saturday when I was still in town. Yeah. We, okay. we can talk about that. All too. Right. Hammer Down Racing Report, Racing Roundup. Last weekend, Craig Mint scored his first win of the season in the AFCS 410 feature on Friday night at Attica Raceway Park. Cap Henry finished sixth and earned his first ever Attica Raceway Park season championship. Paul Weaver dominated the AFCS 305 feature for his seventh Attica feature win of the season and his fourth championship in five years. Matt Irie won the late model feature, but Devin Shields finishing in third place got him his second track championship by just two points. Oakshade Raceway was in action Saturday night. Steve Kester earned his first ever track championship after picking up his third late model feature win Saturday night. Bruce Stewart picked up the sportsman feature after Rusty Smith had contact with a lap car that cut down a tire while he was leading. Smith finished 10th, was, was still able to hold on to enough points to garner the track championship. Jordan Conover, our guest tonight, won the Bomber A Main, while Rich Reif was crowned Bomber Champion. Eric Carr won the compact feature and clinched his compact track championship. Josh Corkwell won the Bomber B Main at Oakshade. We're back in action at Oakshade this Saturday night, like Scott said, with the Bomber Spectacular. More on that later. Fremont Speedway was in action Saturday night with Nate Dussel getting his second victory of the season at Fremont in the AFCS 410 feature. Cap Henry finished third and picked up the second chip championship for himself for the weekend, the 410 AFCS championship. Paul he's Weaver had, got he another. Had, he had quite a he had quite a season. Him and Paul. Yeah, Paul Weaver is one of just a dominant force in the 305s at Attica and Fremont, and even when they when they go elsewhere, sometimes I mean he is just tough to beat. He's had so much experience, and it always shows when he shows up at the racetrack. And I want to get uh, Paul on the, the the show, but he doesn't do radio. He, not he he's not a, not a real talkative guy. He he lets his driving do his speaking for him. And his speaking speaking volumes. <laughs> Amen to that. Weaver again picked up the 305 win at Fremont and the AFCS 305 championship. Austin Black won his first ever dirt truck feature Saturday night at Fremont. Eldora Speedway was in action with the three-day Intercontinental Classic starting on Thursday night. Uh, Josh Richards picked up the first night on Thursday for a $10,000 win. Shannon Babb won Friday's preliminary feature for $10,000. Saturday night, Kyle Stickler led right up to the white flag and, and just heartbreak, suffering a flat tire, allowing Jonathan Davenport to get by and pick up the $50,000 win. Did anybody see the video of, of Kyle after the not. race and how no. emotional? I, that, that's got to suck. That's got to be the worst. Right. Oh, it, it, I mean, he, he's such a good racer and just uh, one of the good guys in the sport. To see a win like that slip through his fingers is, is heartbreak, but it just shows he's he's going to be there, especially next year when these races all come back, the Dream and the World 100. And 
I think he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. Definitely a contender. The uh, Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions was in action over the weekend with the Tuscarora 50 at Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania. Corey Eliason picked up the first night, the preliminary at Port Royal. It was his fourth win of the season. Lance DeWeese drove past Kyle Larson and Anthony Macri to win the night before the 50 on Friday and then also picked up the main event on Saturday for his seventh Tuscarora 50 title. Next up for the All-Stars, the Jack Gunn Memorial Classic Qualifier at Williams Grove Speedway on Friday. And then it's off to Lincoln Speedway on Saturday for the 20000 to win Dirt Classic, which Mr. Larson just got qualified for by picking up a win last night at Lincoln Speedway. Uh, see, Tuesday, where was I at? Tuesday the 22nd and the 23rd is the Governor's Reign at Eldora for the All-Stars as well, the Invitational Sprint Car Race. The World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars were in action with Jacob Allen picking up his first career World of Outlaws Triumph. That's the grandson of Bobby Allen, longtime competitor. Sheldon Hottenshield won his fifth win of the season on the final night of the Boot Hill Showdown at Dodge City Raceway on Saturday. Next up for the Outlaws, Lawton Speedway in Oklahoma on Friday the 18th and the Texas Outlaw Nationals at Devil's Bowl Speedway on Saturday the 19th. In the Arkham Menard Series, 17-year-old Sam Mayer got his third straight win at Toledo Speedway and Saturday's Royal Truck and Trailer 200, that kid is on fire. Bush's Beans 200 at Bristol, Bristol Motor Speedway tonight at 9.30 on Fox Sports 1. And then they'll be at Winchester Speedway on Saturday for the Toyota 200, which will be tape delayed on MAV-TV at 6 p.m. Got some uh, news on Sam Mayer coming up in a little bit, too. He's going to be uh, stepping up. We'll talk about that soon. They better look out wherever he's going. Uh, Grant Effinger <clears throat> recovered to win the Toyota Care 250 at Richmond after going a lap down in the Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series last Thursday. Justin Allgaier won Friday's Xfinity Series Go Bowling 250 at Richmond. Then he won again Saturday in the afternoon for the Virginia is for Racing Lovers 250. Brad Keselowski dominated the Cup Series Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond. Next up for NASCAR, the Truck Series is in action tonight at 730 on Fox Sports 1, the Xfinity Series will race the Food City 300 tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. The Cup Series is back in action Saturday night at Bristol Motor Speedway at 7.30 p.m. You can catch all that action on the NBC Sports Network and Buckeye Country 103.7. The NTT IndyCar Series was in action with Will Power picking up the victory in the Honda 200 at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course on Saturday. Colton Herta won Sunday's event at Mid-Ohio for his first victory of the season. The IndyCar Series is back in action with the Harvest Grand Prix doubleheader at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course on Friday, October 2nd and Saturday, October 3rd. And with that, that wraps up our racing roundup for this week. All right. Uh, Jordan Conover is in. Well, he was in the green room. Oh, there he is. He's, he's, uh, I see him sitting down now. We'll, we'll bring him in here. Um, how about right now? Getting a, a message here that I have to ask him something uh, about something. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. I'm, get, I'm getting some dirt on uh, on Mr. Conover. Jordan Conover, how's it going? Hey. How, how are you how's doing? How's it going, man? Oh, not bad. Just sitting here in the shop, and we were plugging away at the car for the week, and you know, I had to hop on here, so. So uh, what uh, what are you doing? What are you doing to the car, and what are your plans for this weekend? Uh, we just checking everything. Uh, I had a wrench on everything. Changing oil, bearings, just going over the whole thing. Had to put my rear bumper back on for the second time. Uh, but just making sure it's all good and sound for this week. 
Uh, were you not going fast enough? If someone's hitting your back bumper. <laughs> no, actually, it fell off in hot locks. <laughs> they just said it fell off. I'm not sure. Wait a minute. I do remember them picking something. I think I was in your hot lap session, and there was a bumper laying on the track. Yeah, that was mine. Okay. Check the bolts on that this time. It actually broke welds. <laughs> oh, so really? then we folded it, and then it broke bolts. I don't, I don't know what was going on. Well, you got uh, the the Bomber A-Main feature win last week at, at Oakshade Raceway, and uh, I'm guessing that uh, you're you're prepping for the Bomber Spectacular this weekend. Is, is that a correct assumption, or you got yes, other plans? That, that's our plans this week, and head back up there for the Spectacular, yep. And I'm sure uh, everybody, uh, all the competitors up there are going, yay, Jordan's coming back. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Jerry. Hey, you know, Jordan, I've been blessed to be able to watch you race for quite a few years and then down here at Lima Land. What kind of difference in the driving style do you have to make going from a track like Lima Land, very high bank, a little bit different configuration as opposed to uh, Oakshade? Uh, the surfaces are a lot different, so uh, I can't haul the car in as deep. That's one thing. Uh, the sandy surface up there to Oakshade kind of puts you in more of a four-wheel drift and the banking just ain't there to catch you like Lima. But, I mean, it's kind of the same, though, at the same time, because Lima's been a bottom track here the last few years, so you can't go hauling in there. What would it mean for you? I mean, you've, you've been good in big big money races at Lima, Eldora, other places. I've seen some of those checks you've had floating around. Got a couple pictures back here, I think, of you picking up the Keys and Memorial from last year. What would it mean for you to pick up the Papa Boiler, Boiler Spectacular at Oakshade this Saturday night? Uh, it'd, be, it'd be very cool. I do... You know, I, I, we've always been ones that finally, you go, you have the big money and, you know, it brings in separate teams and it adds a little excitement. And we've had luck here the last few years on the big money shows. Um, my first probably three, four years of racing, I could never catch a break in a, in a, in a big money show where you get your happy Gilmore check, as they say. But these last, these last few, we've been all right. I just actually got some of them hung up on the wall the other night. <laughs> I'm missing a couple. I don't. I don't know where they're at. I think I got three more, but I, I can't. I got one Keys Memorial, the uh, Steve Brown, and uh, the Memorial Cup from Lima. I don't know. Where, I don't even know where they're at. <laughs> well, it's been fun to watch it and seeing you run at Oakshade. I I grew up you know watching my dad running at Oakshade in the '80s and, and being back up there this year and seeing you come up com- compete. I I know Scott doesn't agree that it's been fun to see Rick's up there because that means he's been looking at your rear bumper, but it's been fun to have you up there. I appreciate it. I think we're on, we're, on, we're having some uh, audio difficulties from Ron. He was holding up a sign a minute ago, and I, I'm not here. You're not muted on my end, at least. Is uh check your battery? Is that battery uh, still good there, Ron? If you can hear me, I can hear his mouth move or see his mouth moving, but I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, try, Ron. Try re- reconnecting. I'm gonna boot you out here and try reconnecting. Okay. Jordan, you've seen a, a host of different competitors this year running at all these different tracks. Going from Lima Land, where you have guys like Tony Anderson, uh, Justin Long, perennial favorites, to coming up to Oakshade with guys that you normally don't get to race with from week to week, what do you have to do to adjust your driving style? Uh, just keep your eyes open because, uh, you know, you get used to the guys you run with. You know what they're going to do, you know. Running at Lima, Tony. Tony's always been on the bottom, you know. You, you know where Tony's going to go. You know Tony's going to drive you clean. You go anywhere else, you just don't you don't know what these guys are going to do. And so you just kind of got to watch. I watch some videos before I go to another track. I try to get an idea of where cars run, 
uh, I'll play back video after video and I, I'm not watching myself. I'm usually watching other cars and see what, you know, what they do, you know, most of the time, how they enter the corners, how they, that, that's a big thing. Right. We got you, Ron. Can you hear me now? We got you. We can hear you now. All right. All right. What were you trying to say? Beats me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so Jordan, what was the uh, the plan at the beginning of the season before, or actually, I should say, even before the season, before all the COVID nineteen cancellations, everything? What was your original plan for the season? Uh, it was usually my my usual uh, chasing points at Lima and chasing points at Eldora and at the end of the year kind of traveling once Lima quit and Eldora's, you know, we're off you know, a couple of weeks at a time usually. So that was my original goals, chase the championship with the stock car and the mod. And after all this hit, I just had to start going where I could go. I, uh, I ran my stock car a couple times up there and then I was in my mod most of the time. My stock car just sat and then I was just trying to find a place to race and Montpelier opened back up and uh, Gas City allowed us for a couple of weeks. And so that's when I started getting back in the stock car and then we had engine issues with the mod. So it's been sitting, so I haven't had a chance to get it back out. And then we got our backup put together for the mod. But, uh, instead of putting my aluminum heads on it for my mod, we ended up putting a set of cast heads on it. And we lend that motor to Dustin Willier and D-Tray for these last couple of weeks. So once everything's over, that'll be our back to getting into modified again, probably. Well, I was signing back in. I, I don't think I missed it. I just wanted to make sure you knew that uh, the pot was sweetened a little more this week uh, with the addition of the MAGA lift from uh, that. The pit lift. Yeah. I know. My guys have been giving me a bunch of crap. They're saying, you won all these races. If you don't win this one, we're going to be kind of ticked off at you. <laughs> <laughs> we're tired of working on jack stands. Uh, well, what happens if I win it? You're like, you're like, he's no competition to me. There will be a huge celebration. <laughs> oh, <man>. Trust <laughs> me. You can't, can't throw anything out. That's 25 laps. A lot can happen in 25 laps. You know, we're used to running 15 at most, and the most I've ran 40 lap races in the mod, and holy crap, it's tiring. So I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. What's, uh, what's the biggest race uh, that you've, you've run in so far in your career? Like uh, highest paying. Probably the DMP Nationals. Okay. Yeah, I ran there back in 2016. I didn't make the big show. I missed the big show by a spot, and then I didn't have enough points from the original night because I lost my air clear and I pulled off the track. So I had to run the uh, 3,000 to win. Uh, I don't remember what they called it back then, but I ran third behind uh, Jacob Hawkins and uh, Tyler Nicely. So. Now, do you have a preference uh, between running the stock car or the mod, or do you like them equally as much? I, my dad gives me crap for it, but I like running my stock car. I don't know. It's just, I've always liked the competition that they, that it presents. You know, you ain't got to spend as much money to get outran by even more money. <laughs> I, I've seen guys that's got just a couple thousand dollars in a car go by me in the stock cars, but yeah, that don't happen in the modified class. Usually, usually there's some good money going by in that one, but I like learning the modified too. I, I, there's still a lot to learn there. Okay. You've had a tremendous season this year, picking up, was it seven wins now? Uh, six. 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 I've only ran seven times for six. That, that's it. You, yeah. Haven't ran very much, but still been right at the top every time. With the difficulties I know you guys went through, you had some shop issues at the beginning of the year. What's it mean to come out and be so strong in 2020? Uh, it's, 
it's humbling, that's for sure. Uh, with our old shop, which we're still fighting. For, uh, I was spoiled, I guess, you know, for all these years. I didn't realize, but you know, what everybody went through with the week to week. And, you know, I had this 100 by 50 shop that my dad just happened to have and it had a lift and I had all the machines that you could ever need to do stuff. And after, after we couldn't use all that and it all went into storage, it just, you know, it really puts a, an idea on, you know, there's guys that do this week in and week out and win, you know, we can too. And so that's what we did. And we were working, actually the first three wins this year was the car coming out of the trailer and me working on it in my parents' front yard. Now, are you in the new shop now? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Congratulations. It looks good, man. Glad glad to see you guys finally getting it all finished up. And We're still working on it. We're putting a, we started hanging metal in the front and then my mom decided that she told my dad she wanted a porch on it. So <laughs> there's no metal on the front. So. <laughs> Is there any room for a porch out front with your trailer and everything to load up? My trailer has to back underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you've run uh, seven times uh, this year. How how many different tracks have you gotten to? I know you mentioned Mount Pillar, Gas City. I think uh, you said I ran three different tracks. Uh, it's just it's so hard when you run these three links. You know, if I if I ran a metric four link, I'd be everywhere right now. But yeah, it's just, it's so hard to run anywhere. And I wish people would open up rules and realize that, you know, there's not a whole lot of advantage. I went, when I went to Gas City, the car that finished second to me was a metric four, and I only won by like three tenths of a second. It, you know, it was a good race. It wasn't much at all. And so that's, that's the main struggle is you just can't, you can't go run everywhere because nobody will let you run. Now, do you get, uh, since you win so much, I'm guessing that you get accused of cheating some uh, somewhat. Um, what, yeah. What, uh, how do you respond to that? I, I, if they want to crawl under it, look at it. They can. We, I, I, we, we had uh, Corey McCoy on, uh, what, about a month ago, and we had his truck and kind of did a virtual uh, inspection because uh, he was having the same issue winning and getting accused of cheating as well. I think that's, that's what happens, you know, when you win, you get accused of cheating. So I'd be okay with that, if, you know. Like, hey, I'm doing well, something the right then. I know he's got to be cheating because I was cheating and he passed me like I was sitting still. <laughs> we got told that one yep. time. This was years ago. I, it was back on the lease spring days. They were yelling that at the fence at Lima. It was kind of funny. but Now what? Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I mean, it's wide open. You can – I mean. And that's one of the great things about Tim, Jordan, everybody with that team. I, I And I've seen it happen to track. Somebody gets a little, you know, pardon the phrase, butthurt. Hey, you're more than welcome. Come over and look at it. And their pits are wide open every week, and that's something I love about them. And speaking about things that you do at the track that a lot of people don't, you picked up that trophy last week, and you, instead of taking it home with you to put on your trophy stand, you gave it away to a young fan. I haven't kept one in two years. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I, I know you do it. There, there's a handful of guys that do that, and it's the, just the neatest thing to see the face of that, that kid that gets that trophy because – you're not the winner anymore. They are. And, and they, that's how they feel in their heart. Just to see them beaming is very, very cool. It, it, it's fun. You know, you get messages. I got a message from, I think, the mom of the of the little girl I gave it to last week thanking me for it. And she said she thought she was going to go to bed with it. <laughs> you know, that's the stuff that's cool. Last year when I gave away the uh, King of the Quarter Mile Trophy at Lima, and it ended up being Sean Dancer's nephew. So Dancer had the King of the Quarter Trophy sitting in his trailer at the end of the night. And I just kind of laughed. And, but you know, at the end of the, at the end of it, it's the trophy don't matter. It's you know, overall doing this to we're not doing it to get rich. That's for sure. You know, I like being paid. I'd rather 
be paid, but the, it, the memories made are pretty cool too. Yes, it's and it's definitely been a memorable season. That's for sure. We've had it's with everything going on. You know, we're plugging away and we're doing as good as we are, and it, it means something. Uh, someone uh, told me that I have to give you crap about infield tractor tires. Uh, can you tell us what that's about? <laughs> I have hit one infield tire all year, and I have not got. They've gave me crap since then. Uh, we went to thirty-five raceway with the modified, and I was running second. And it wasn't like a nick the tire. Or I I flat out just monster trucked that thing and ran it over. And th- this was like the big tractor implement tires and it it bent up a lot of stuff <laughs> that that only happened once then huh it's only happened okay once this year, this year. This car at lima the left front's far enough off the ground i just run over top of them <laughs> nice um so what's what's the plan uh for next year i mean uh, i mean things are kind of still up in the air hopefully things will be back to normal but but Assuming things are back to normal, what what kind of plan do you have going forward? Uh, I hopefully things are back to normal. Uh, we want to go run Lima, run Eldora, and still be able to travel. You know, hit and miss. Um, we talk about getting rid of the stock car, and we talk about keeping it. And I I just I I really I really want a championship. I haven't yet. Eight years, eight years, and I haven't got one. I've been leading multiple times. So the Lima Land or Eldora, which which would you want more? Either one. Either one, okay. I'd like to have Eldora's own pays good. <laughs> All right, I'm sure Tony would uh, like to give you some money. Oh, I, I mean, I'll take it any day. I think uh, I think Jerry may have asked you earlier, and I was trying to figure out Ron's issue here uh, about the competition between you know Eldora and Lima Land versus uh, you know the guys you've been racing with at, at Oakshade. I mean, how is it? How is it different, or is it? Uh, it changes a lot. You wouldn't think it does, but it does change a lot. You know, just people's driving style, the different cars. Every single track I've been to, I, there hasn't been another car with me that's been traveling and been a top runner. They, they all have their top runners. So you go to Lima, you got Tony Anderson, you had Daniel Sanchez, Jeffrey Jessup, you know, Chris Douglas. You go to Eldora, and then you got Paul Perdoe and Ernie Woodard and Rob Trent. And you now you go back up to Oakshade, and you got, you know, Gabe Mueller, Jeff Folks, uh, Rich Reif. Uh, Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you got your your top dogs, and they dominate that track, and that's what you're up against. And I like to know who I'm going up against before I get there. <laughs> well, I don't want to stoke a rivalry or anything, but I see Adam Lance is in the chat room. He said you're lucky he pulled off Saturday night. It, Adam was fast. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> he took off, and he hit that top line, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if we're going to catch him. He was moving. Well, you know what to look for out of him on Saturday, this Saturday now. I, I look forward to it every week. I'd rather see a good race than a blowout any night. What's really amazing about the Bomber class this year is that so many of the races have gone green to checker. Uh, it, it's clean racing. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of nights, the Bomber race is the, the best race to watch. Uh, good, good, clean racing. The, first the time Bomber A main is amazing. Go ahead, Jordan. I mean, that was the – I mean, we went green to checker the second time up there. Last week, I think we had two. And the first time I was up there, I think we had like three or four. But the other two tracks I've been to, I'm talking eight, ten, fifteen cautions. A lot of caution laps, you know. And that's – I, I that, that's something to give drivers a really, you know, give them a 
round of applause for that because you don't get that often, especially in a stock car division or a bomber division or whatever you want to call it. Usually that's what everybody thinks all the wrecks are going to come out of. Have you heard uh, of any other uh, possible drivers that you might have to contend with uh, coming to Oakshade, you know, that isn't there on a regular basis for the, the Bomber Spectacular this weekend? I haven't seen many people post. I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, I am not really, I haven't been really looking either. So, you know, I hope, I hope more people show up. I know it's hard with the rules and the tires and all that. I, I've had Lima guys that wanted to come up for this show and they just couldn't. They couldn't picture buying that many tires and trying to find the transmissions and everything to come up and just run one show. Well, if they need tires, Ron Ron sells them at a good price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give Ron a call. <laughs> I told him that. <laughs> I gotta thank Ron too. Ron sold me a radiator in a pinch last week, so I can even make it. I bought a radiator in his wrong size, and first thing I thought was call Ron. Ron had one in stock, so he he saved me there. Hopefully, it wasn't the one he took out of my car that was all busted up. <laughs> no, no. This was this was a nice new one, Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. No, there there was no reusing yours, buddy. I got a real nice twenty six inch FSR, Scott. If you need one, I I just got a brand new one from him, so I'm good. Has one week on it so far. So far, so good. <laughs> but uh, just to warn you, you know the. Uh, bomber guys are running for a lot more money this weekend, and it's the end of the season, so uh, it's kind of a uh, kind of a free for all. Just, just kind of warn you for that. Yeah, it is what it is. I hope it's not that way. I don't like to think that way. I don't. I don't like. Not all drivers. Not all. I shouldn't. I shouldn't make that generalization. There's some drivers that uh, kind of go out of their mind on it, but uh, most most keep their head. Can't forget, Scott. There's a, a an extra bonus for the guys that have run eighty percent of their shows too. Uh, there's a five hundred dollar bonus to the top finishing car uh, that have run eighty percent of the races. Do you do you feel that that's kind of a uh, uh, I don't know what a, how I want to put that. Uh, I mean, how how do you feel about something like that, Jordan? Because you haven't been there eighty percent, so you're not eligible for it. Do you feel like you know that's kind of a slap in the face uh, to to you, or, or how do you take that? No, I mean it, that's something that's out of my hands. Uh, you know, I I, I I like seeing. Or maybe it's a compliment because there maybe you know. It's, yeah, I don't know. That's what my buddy Daniel was saying today. Is it like a bounty? And I'm like, well, no, but I don't know. But, you know, anytime that anybody's given towards a division and to try to, you know, help them out, give them more, make this more memorable, I'll, it, no matter how you do it, it's it's good for the sport. So, you know, if I'm only eligible for $1,000, you know, that's all I'm eligible for. And that's it is what it is. It's one thing to keep in one thing to keep in mind, Scott, the family that runs the racetrack has always placed a real high priority on loyalty. So uh, the sponsor that came forward with that uh, extra bonus is just following pretty much what Oakshade has done for years. They they very much reward loyalty. And that was the sponsor stipulation, not not Oakshade's uh, as far as correct. Goes, so. um, correct. Jordan, what's uh, what's up? Uh, what's planned for the rest of the season after the Bomber Spectacular? I think we got one more race at the stock car. I think we're going to run Kokomo for the uh, Kokomo Clash. I don't know if we're going to go back to Montpelier with it or not. But uh, get the modified back out. That's going to be our what we're going to get do. Uh, we got some changes we want to make. We want to make some chassis changes and just start trying some stuff because, you know, we're there. We're, we're top five. But we can't, we can't get that extra few tenths of a second we need every lap to win a race. So that we're going to really search there. Any uh, any thoughts about uh, bringing the stock car out to uh, Sandusky on New Year's Day? No. 
That, that guy in the bottom right corner, he's uh, he's won quite a few of those races. That thing's so hard on itself on dirt, I don't even want to picture what he would do on pavement. They're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd look good with a lot of snow on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got some time to think about it. We'll try and change your mind before before that. It's a fun race. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, well, good luck this weekend and uh, and and everything else uh, for the rest of the year, and and hopefully you get back to normal uh, for for next year. I appreciate it. I hope so. Also, hopefully we can all get back to normal, and you guys can be doing this inside the studio instead of over the phone. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, can I give a plug real quick on my sponsors? I was gonna. That's right. I was gonna ask uh, who who do you got to thank. Yeah, I got to really thank. I mean, a couple of guys have really stepped up this week. Also, uh, Lucky's Taproom and Eatery, Calais Performance, uh, Omni Feed and Supply, Martin's Meat Market, Hardacre Machine, McKee Auto Sales, Ohio Surplus, Quest FCU, Advanced Auto Parts, Nagy Equipment Sales, Ancient Graphics, REC Performance, and then my own Nightmare Chassis. But I really got to give a few of my sponsors this week stepped up and gave me some money to get a couple tires this week. Uh, that was uh, Omni Feed and Supply, uh, Ohio Surplus. Um, Casa Fiesta, uh, Mexican restaurant in Finley. They stepped up, and then Hard Acre Machine and Martin's Meat Market. You got that all written down, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you thank the crew chief. That's what I do in interviews. Well, make sure uh, you hey, keep that in your pocket just in case uh, in Victory Lane and we got the microphone fixed. Uh, we we'll, might be doing some on-track stuff. Well, usually I just turn around and read the card because I can't remember. <laughs> That's what most people do. It works. Make sure just as long as all your sponsors are on there, you're good. Hey, don't forget to thank your crew chief, too. Uh... <laughs> he's around here somewhere. I'm sure he's commenting. Uh, I haven't seen him yet, but you guys, uh, like Scott said, good luck this weekend. We look forward to seeing you up there. and Thanks a lot for spending some time with us. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. All right. See you, Jordan. Later, guys. There you go. Jordan Conover going for that uh, Bomber Spectacular win this uh, this weekend, Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway. And uh, That car is pretty. It lo- looks good with the camera. It, it, I don't know what it is, but the colors are just right. I got a kick out of that. So <laughs> Donovan Paskin, did he win already? <laughs> Not yet. Don- How is uh... – Donovan's been uh, up in the – I haven't been racing against him. I mean, I've been in the B, so he's been in the A's. So he must be doing pretty good this year. Donovan's been running real good. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, how about we get to some uh, racing news? Uh, coming up a little bit later, we have the uh, weekend weather pit stop with the Ryan Weekman from Channel 11. And, uh, spoiler alert, dress warm. It's going to be dry. That, that – We'll have we'll he'll tell you what's going on here in a little bit. We'll also play how I'm many the spoiler. How, we'll also play how many your chance to win a uh, Big D's pizza. And uh, I was going through the list of all the winners. Uh, put a spreadsheet together uh, when I got back from West Virginia earlier this week for uh, for Dean. There's a lot of different winners we've had for that. Really? Yeah. And John Young has won a lot. I was going to say it had to be just John Young. He's won a lot. No, there's been a lot of different winners, but I think he's won the most uh, out of everybody. But uh, chance to, to win coming up here shortly. Red Farmer is recovering at home from COVID-19 after spending five days in the hospital. Oh, uh, yeah. So apparently racers can get COVID-19. So um, at least uh, it sounds like he's on 
the upside thing. I think I read that uh, if he would have waited one day longer to go to the hospital, he may not uh, have made it. So definitely a scary situation there. Uh, Mike Wallace uh, was suspended from NASCAR due to some social media posts. Uh, Mike Wallace is unsure why he was suspended and Bubba Wallace wasn't. Uh, both of them were political posts, although I never did uh, see what the exact post was that Mike Wallace had uh, posted, but something political and Bubba Wallace has been making political posts. And this is why politics and racing doesn't always mix. So, and then, yeah, I, I'm not. Any, yeah. <laughs> any comments on that, Ron? You're, you're being awfully quiet. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, come on, chime I, I, in. I want your opinion on political this. on you, Scott. So I, I want your opinion. I might actually agree with you on this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, the performance racing industry uh, show has uh, been canceled. The uh, officials for that uh, announced on Monday evening that the PRA trade show will not take place as scheduled in December as it does each and every year. Or as long as I can remember, the announcement comes after months of working closely with the Visit Indy team, the Indiana Convention Center, uh, and other Indianapolis officials to develop a plan for a safe and productive PRI trade show despite health and safety guidelines that would have been in place. Mounting uncertainty related to the COVID-19 pandem- pandemic resulted in an environment that would not be conductive for a productive show. Scott, if you've ever been to the PRI show... I have not. It, it's really hard to figure how how they could how they could social distance. I mean, people are just shoulder to shoulder from one end of the show to the other. Um, I, I have to believe that that was the right call with this one. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people disappointed about that. A lot of people look forward to that show. I talked with uh, Todd from Dominator Rice Products. Uh, just a couple days ago. Uh, actually, I think it was the day before uh, they pulled the plug on the PRI show. And uh, he said that they were trying to downsize it uh, and spread things out a little, but uh, he wasn't sure if that was going to work. And obviously, it didn't. Yeah, unfortunate. Maybe they can have it during the summer and do it outside somewhere. Yeah. The uh, the SEMA show in uh, in Vegas was, was canceled also, which is... A uh, huge automotive trade trade show. It's more of a show and tell than uh, the PRI. They they have a lot of uh, pretty expensive displays, and uh, I don't know. I've been lucky. We're gonna have to. Maybe we're gonna have to do one out in the horse pasture. <laughs> what are you saying, Jerry? I've been lucky enough to head out to to SEMA in Vegas a couple times. That is one cool show, but like. Ron says it's a it's the big money show. That's where you you see, you see all the celebrities and everything else. Uh, speaking of COVID nineteen and things getting canceled, the uh, latest casualty of COVID nineteen is the World Series sprint cars with the twenty 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 one. They race in it's this is uh, the series in Australia, so they race over the winter. So their their season goes twenty twenty one. 2020-2021 season. That's what I'm trying to say. It's very tough to get out there. Uh, basically, they've canceled their season due to the uh, ongoing uncertain, uncertainty affecting the country of Australia. So, The WSOS uh, and, and Wade Oranger is uh, uh, a, a very integral part of that. The, that series, uh, 
it, it travels all over the country and uh, Australia has been much more strict on, on interstate travel than uh, what we're seeing here. And uh, I can see where it would be impossible to run that, that series. Their borders are closed, aren't they down there? Yes. So I'm assuming that the USA versus uh, Australia late model deal in January is probably going to get canceled too. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that happening. If you flew into Australia, you'd have to be quarantined for 14 days. Um, uh, yeah, that, 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 that'd be a tough, tough one. Yeah. Well, maybe things could change by, uh, by January. Maybe, uh, there'll be a vaccine and I don't know. I'm trying to be optimistic. Uh, Camping World, which uh, previously served as a title sponsor of NASCAR's Truck Series from 2009 to 2018, is returning as the series title sponsor beginning in 2021. Camping World is owned by Marcus Lemonis. He was the guy that put up that extra money uh, to beat Kyle Busch earlier yeah. this year before everything went to crap. Uh, he uh, transitioned the series title ship sponsor to Gander RV and Outdoors in 2019 to support the brand's relaunch after Lemonis uh, purchased it via a bankruptcy auction. And uh, the only reason I really included this story in there is because I'm glad it's going back to Camping World because Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series is way too long to say. It's a tongue twister. I was thinking that earlier. I'm, I'm just happy with Camping World Truck Series. It's short to the point. So, yay to uh, Marcus. Uh, and finally, JR Motorsports announced Tuesday, we talked uh, a little bit earlier about some Sam Mayer news. Uh, Sam Mayer, they announced that Sam Mayer, who previously raced for the team's late model program, will join the team to compete part-time in the NASCAR Xfinity Series next season. Mayer, he's 17, will compete for JR Motorsports during the second half of twenty of the uh, twenty twenty one season, before transitioning full time in twenty twenty two, so I, I assume that's because he'll be eighteen somewhere around mid season. I, I, I guess is that the rule for uh, for NASCAR for their top series? I, I, I believe it is for the Xfinity series. Okay, I wondered that. So that's all the news that I have because I was on vacation this week and. Uh, um, we can't forget the uh, Glass City two hundred happening this weekend at Toledo Speedway. I haven't. It's it's coming up. Okay. All right. Would you, would you have, I, I you, thought you were thought you were transitioning to weather or something. No. Nope. Nope. Not yet. I'm transitioning okay. to uh, how many? Ooh. Yeah. How many? Last week's how many was how many competitors would be in the Arkham Menards Royal Truck and Trailer 200 at Toledo Speedway? That was uh, this past weekend. Uh, that was a combined Arca Menards Series and Arkham Menards East East Series event. And uh, the actual number was 19. 21. 19. 19. And I guessed 20, so I was closest uh, of us. And Steve Schloes? Schloes? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Steve Schloes. Schloes? Okay, we'll go with that. Steve Schloes. Yep, Steve Schloes. He guessed 18. He was uh, our closest uh, guest uh, in our online comments. So he gets himself a Big D's Pizza. He'll be added Way to, to go, the, Steve. To the spreadsheet, just contact Dean. Uh, Dean, yeah, and uh, we'll get you taken care of there. Um, this week's how many? Let's just let's let's let people put guesses in, and then we'll tell them what the I know. Categories that's what I was, was kind of waiting for that, but unfortunately, there's like a thirty second delay for the comments to actually start popping in. So uh, we'll just kind of kill some time here for a little bit. Um, 
what do you think we should do for the how many for this week? I know what it is. And actually, Jerry knows what it is because he already saw the prep. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're just going to say here. We're going to have dead air. <laughs> if you want to win a, uh, a pizza, courtesy From of Big D's and Dean Henry over there in Clyde, uh, all you got to do is put in your guess. Just put in a number in the comments. And if you guess more than uh, once, you get black flagged. That's a new rule. And if uh, you get, yeah, well, and yeah. And whoever, if you, somebody guesses uh, the same number as you, nobody's guessing yet. If somebody guesses the same I'm trying to kill time here. If somebody guesses. <laughs> I, thought we'd, I thought we'd have somebody. There, John Deere has, a, has our first guess of 32. I think he's going to be Ooh, a little. I think that's too low. A little low. I think that's too low. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> he's got that guess. If anybody else guesses 32, then Scott Warner's guessing 51. He might be uh, right around that, there. That, that could be a good yeah. one. Yeah, I like this. Maybe we should not say what the guess is, and we'll just say who the winner is next week and what they guessed on. We'll just change the rules. <laughs> I'm thinking of a number. The, 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 yeah, the Karnak envelope. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so, leave your guess in the comments. Somebody guesses the same number as someone else. Whoever guessed it first will get the uh, credit for it. You can leave your guess up until, let's say, 5 o'clock on, no, 4 o'clock on Saturday. To this week's guess is how many bombers will be in uh, competition? Saturday at Oakshade for the Bomber Spectacular, racing for $1,000. Now, is that how many cars are going to sign in? How many will, will be, be checked in? Yeah. Count? yeah, how many get checked okay. in? All right, so if somebody breaks in hot laps, they still... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe only 20 cars are going to start. Yeah, maybe. But out of all the cars, they get funneled down to that 20. I'm looking at that big number. That's what we're looking for. Um Jerry, what do you got? What's your guess? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 55. 55, being optimistic. I don't. What's the most we've had this year, like 50? We had 51 two 51? weeks ago. Okay. What do you think, Ryan? 54. Okay. Kathy, got a guess? How many bombers, Kath, Saturday? She's thinking. 58. Ooh. 58. The girl's thinking a big field, and, and you know, she might not be far off. No. no. After that lift, it's going to be very enticing for a lot of guys. I'm going to go with 56. I'm going to put myself in a box there in between you guys. 56 is my guess. Now you smushed me. I'm, I'm in the box. I'm the sandwich this week. Well, we're both in the box. We're between Ron and Kathy there. But at least you got a space. you got 57 <laughs> in between you and Kathy. This is true. So. There you go. Again, uh, put your guess in for how many uh, bombers will be checked in at Oakshade Raceway. You can uh, put your guess in up until 4 o'clock on Saturday. So if you're not listening to us live, uh, you still can guess. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or whatever, and it's before Saturday at 4 o'clock, uh, chances are a lot of the good guesses may have already been taken. So look through the comments, then put in your number, and, and you're entered to win that Big D's pizza. So there you go. Well, while we're doing the, uh, the weather, uh can you look up how many cars have raced in the bomber division this year? Total? Yeah, actually, you can just look at yeah. the, the points, and we can see how many different drivers have been there. That we can do. Uh, but uh, before we get to the weather, 
and I'll, I'll look that up during the weather here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Apparently there's an issue with a certain website to be able to uh, get to that. Okay. Uh, I might not be able to look that up right now, but uh, coming up this weekend, all the racing action in our area is going to be on Saturday night. Toledo Speedway. Uh, we'll have the Central Transport Glass City 200 presented by Moran Chevy DTS uh, featuring the ARCA slash CRA Super Series late models and the Outlaw Super late models, each going 100 laps. Put it together, you got 200. Pretty good math there. Also uh, in action will be the CRA Junior late models. Gates open at 3 o'clock on Saturday at Toledo Speedway. Racing at 5. General admission is $25. And uh, there is a rain date of September 20th. That's Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock. Should, but I don't think they're going to need that. And tickets uh, can be purchased online. They uh, are limited to 1500 I believe, for this event as well. And uh, tickets uh, will be sold uh, up until race time, I believe, too, if there's still some left. Okay. Uh, Sandusky Speedway. <laughs> Championship night on Saturday for the beginner stocks, Renegades, Pure Stocks, and Modifieds. Pits open at 3. The uh, 80, car, 80 cars. Thanks, Dave. Dave. Dave is great. I love Dave Kemmer. Our associate producer. 80 cars have points. So 80 different drivers have uh, been in competition at Oakshade this week, Ron, to answer your question. Uh, where was I? Sandusky Speedway. The uh, beginner stocks, renegades, pure stocks, modified pits open at 3, main gates at 4, racing 7 p.m. General admission, 12 bucks there at Sandusky Speedway. Oakshade Raceway, we, uh, as we have mentioned, the Papa Boiler, Bomber Spectacular paying $1,000 to win, plus a $500 bonus thanks to Get It Done Towing for a uh, bomber driver that's been there 80% or more this season. And the uh, Megalift, uh, which is a $2,100 value, I do believe. Yeah. So, And that goes to the winner regardless. Uh, late model sportsman in action as well as the uh, compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General mission is $14 there. Uh, and Fremont Speedway, it's Pub 400 night, featuring the 410 sprints, the 305 sprints, dirt trucks in action as well. Gates of 104 racing at 7. General mission, 15 bucks there at Fremont Speedway. And uh, they got uh, a few more weeks of uh, racing at Fremont Speedway still. So, cool right. deal there. Uh, Tuesday. Got to gotta look ahead to Tuesday here. Eldora Speedway is in action. Unfortunately, you can't go. You'll just have to watch it on uh, flow Racing. It's the Governor's Reign, night one, the All-Star Circuit of Champions, uh, 410 Sprints, 10,000 to win on Tuesday night. The uh, broadcast begins at 6. And then Wednesday night, uh, night number two of the Governor's Reign, featuring the All-Star Circuit of Champions. And that's uh, a $52,000 $52, to win. And again, no spectators, only streaming on flowracing.com. 6 o'clock start time. That's uh, Wednesday night at Eldora. And now, how about we do some weather with uh, with Ryan Weekman? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's Ryan Weekman with your uh, weekend weather pit stop. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert Meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Saturday promises to be a cool but dry day. High temperatures will be in the mid-60s, but by the time many races are underway, it'll be dropping off quickly. Let's take you to Toledo, Sandusky, Oakshade, and Fremont. A northeast wind likely 
temperatures once again starting off in the low 60s, but race temperatures will be in the 50s. Overnight lows by Sunday morning fall all the way down into the lower 40s for many spots. With your weekend weather pit stop forecast, I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Have, uh, have any of you guys turned on your heat yet? It no. turned itself on the other day. Oh. My air conditioner's still running in the background. My neighbor's <laughs> air conditioning's still running. I don't understand. It's uh, just on fan right now, but it's... Oh, well, I'm uh, one of those guys. I could sleep in a walk-in cooler. Uh, Cap Henry, uh, or Dean Henry, I should say. Is Dean related to Cap? I should ask him that. I don't think they are, but... Never thought of that. Uh, Cap Henry apparently got an invite to the uh, governor's reign at Eldora. And Travis Philo. Travis Philo got in the uh, reign vote. Cool. So, so. Uh, might be worth watching. Some midweek racing uh, next week at Eldora. That's it. That's all I got. I got that all you got? Else. That's all I got. I, I did send you a Facebook message. I don't know if you saw it. I did. I didn't have time to read through it. Should I read through it? It is the uh, post from Mike Wallace that got him suspended. Is that what that was? Yes. Let's see. Uh, the post that got him suspended. Uh, sh- should I read this? I think I'm going to read it or it. put it on the screen. Or I guess it looks all right. We can put it up. It's a quote, Scott. It's a quote. Read it. Yeah, it's not overly filthy. It's just a, it's oh. just a little. All right. This is. Uh, where's what's your source on this? By the way, I just uh, I don't like this. To came from. Uh, Outsider.com, and this is actually a picture from Mike Wallace's Twitter right off the – if you can see it or not. So it's a screenshot <laughs> a screen from, from Wallace's Twitter. Before, before it got deleted. All right. Um, well, here's what uh, what it said. Uh, I'm over, This is uh, Mike Wallace's words. Quote, I'm overhearing people say leave politics out of NASCAR. Hey, I said that already tonight, except I said that leave it out of racing altogether. Um, anyways, I, I'm adding my own editorial into his quote. All right, let me start over. Uh, quote, I overhearing people say leave politics out of NASCAR when they were the same damn ones that were drooling over the fact of the biggest political person being at the Daytona 500 this year. Same damn ones that love when, no, this is, that's uh, Bubba Wallace's quote. Oh, is that? Bu- I'm sorry. That's, that's all right. I remember reading that. Yeah, this is the Bubba Wallace one that uh, Mike, excuse me, Mike Wallace was referencing as to how come he can get away with saying that one, but uh, Mike Wallace okay. can't say his political views were pro-Trump, whereas of course Bubba Wallace is anti-Trump. And I don't yeah, I was a little because I, I see where Mike Wallace had he he's posted several political posts throughout the summer, you know, with his new helmet and everything. Yeah. Um, they're requiring Mike Wallace basically to take the same sensitivity training that Kyle Larson had to go through and all that. Hey, that's something we haven't talked about. The latest rumor on Kyle Larson, Bob Pacris, NASCAR beat writer, is reporting that he is the front runner to take over the 48 car next year. Yeah, Boy, what yeah. a team that would be. Yeah. yeah. It. I don't like to report on rumors, you know, but that, that is, I did see that. And they're, they're saying that uh, because of his, years with Chevrolet that uh, Mr. H has a whole, basically holds a veto if they decide that if Chevrolet balks at having Larson driving a Chevy, supposedly Hendrick has a, uh, because of his goodwill over the years, can kind of veto that and, and hire Larson if he wants to anyway. 
That's the report from Bob Pockris. Yeah. Have you heard any uh, any updates or rumors about Tony Stewart uh, wanting him? Because I know that there was interest there too. Uh, the, what I read on that whole story, the reason that, that that's kind of back down with Stewart is Stewart is looking at moving Chase Briscoe up. So he doesn't lose him because if he doesn't move Briscoe up next year, I think Briscoe goes somewhere else, and that would be heartbreak for Lars or for Tony Stewart Racing. Yeah. As long as we're talking about the rumor mill, what are you hearing about Bubba Wallace since he has announced that he won't be back with Petty next year? I saw something uh, that what? Denny Hamlin was looking to create a team himself, and then I saw something that said that possible driver could be Bubba Wallace. But again, these are all just you know rumors at this point there's no Boy, would would no. Bubba wallace leave the prestige of of petty to go with a new untested team well, that, he's, he's already announced he's leaving petty so right maybe he's well, there, there's right one of the even rumors was announced even though it was announced that uh, Bubba wallace has a financial interest in the team which is even more bizarre motorsport.com is saying that uh Bubba Wallace is likely to go to the Gaunt Brothers Racing Team, the number 96 that was vacated by Daniel Suarez at the end of the season. So, Is that a this, step up from Petty? <laughs> to me, it really feels like a, 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 like a lateral move because I, I feel like Petty Enterprises has kind of gotten stagnant again to where they're not putting out the best equipment like the, the Hendricks and the Gibbs. Right. So in the Gaunt team, they've been uh, teaming with uh, Gibbs getting some of that good equipment for the Toyotas. And they, Daniel Suarez has been decent at times, especially on the super speedways. And whereas Bubba hasn't in the 43. So maybe a lateral move or maybe, maybe uh. it's something that's going to be a little bit better. Ah, it's too much, too many movements. <laughs> too many it's movements. the silly season. It's, uh, it's silly. It makes know. things interesting. I don't like silly seasons. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You were going to say goodnight. Well, I was, but before I said that, uh, make sure to visit our Facebook page again. Click on that pinned post to uh, nominate the Hammerdown Racing Report as uh, best podcast for the Toledo City Paper uh, best of uh, competition that is going on. I'm not sure. Again, please, please, please go to our Facebook page, and you'll, you'll find the link to Toledo City Paper and nominate us for the best of Toledo podcast. And if you already did that, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Find another and, computer. And, 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 and if you've already done that, go to your wife's computer <laughs> and do it again. There you go. This just in breaking news. Petty Enterprises expected to sign Scott Hammer. Really? The pilot the 42. Yeah. <laughs> that was not supposed to be released yet. We're still in contract negotiations. It's quiet. Scott was, <laughs> Scott was negotiating for an extra cheeseburger every night. Pizza. I want some pizza. Some big D's. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back uh, next Thursday, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Again, follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report. Follow us on uh, Facebook, everything else. Follow us everywhere. We're like a cult. If that rumor comes through comes through there, Scott, uh, I, I'm sure Papa D, or Big D's is going to need to uh, open a, I bring, a I'll bring. In, I bring my own sponsor, in, Big D's. In, huh? in Randleman, North Carolina. <laughs> How about it, Dean? Let's go to NASCAR. <laughs> uh, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars, Oakshade Raceway, Kester Mowing, Big D's Pizza, Millstream Speedway, Freeze Frame Photos. Support our sponsors. They support us. Thanks to uh, Dave Kemmer, our associate producer, as well as uh, our uh, field correspondent, Matt Swander, and Doug Dock. We'll see you next week.
How's that? Night, everybody. Y'all get to a short track this weekend. There you go. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 